1: It's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it. I came to give you life, life to the fullest, life in your family, life in your finances, life in your body, mind, and spirit, life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com.
2: Today is September 24th, and this is your Network Live News Minute. Iran will strengthen its missile capabilities and will not seek permission from any country to do so, President Hassan Rouhani said on Friday in an undisguised snub to demands by U.S. President Donald Trump. South Korea media reports that North Korea's top diplomat says his country may test a hydrogen bomb in the Pacific Ocean to fulfill leader Kim Jong-un's vow to take the highest level action against the United States. President Trump signed an executive order Thursday targeting North Korea's trading partners, calling it a powerful new tool aimed at isolating and denuclearizing the regime. Israeli warplanes early on Friday morning struck a Hezbollah weapons convoy outside Damascus. Arabic language media outlets reported the attack. And researchers at Israel's Wiseman Institute of Science have developed a method to reinforce the power of cells that kill cancerous tumors by starving them of oxygen, allowing immunotherapy treatments to be used in targeting previously immune solid tumors. This has been your Network Live News Minute. I'm Lynn Ferris reporting.
0: Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with singer, songwriter, and evangelist Crystal Lyons. Crystal began riding bulls and broncs in the Professional Women's Rodeo Association. In 1986, she was offered the opportunity to ride a bull for the crowning of Miss Rodeo America at the National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas. As a result, opportunities for ministry began opening up at rodeos and other Western events. She has now been traveling all across the U.S. for almost 30 years. She is a singer-songwriter with multiple recordings. She writes monthly articles in several horse and rodeo-related magazines and still travels with her horse and other animals to events nationwide. Find out more about Crystal on the Network Live today.
3: Fear is something that everyone must deal with. We either face it or run from it. And I've found a couple of principles that minimize the fear factor greatly. One of which is, know you're in the will of God. When I know that I'm obeying God to the best of my ability, I have great confidence no matter what the situation looks like. People living outside of God's will, they don't have that kind of confidence. Years ago, I was riding rough stock and I was entered in the girls' bareback bronc riding in a PRCA rodeo in Los Angeles, California. I had taken all my money just to get there and pay my fees, and I bucked off my first horse. I had only $20 left and another horse to get on. They were big, stout horses, and if I didn't win something, I was stuck in Los Angeles. The pucker factor was getting pretty intense. Right then, I heard the Lord down the inside of me say, Didn't I call you to this? Yes, Lord. Then I'll take care of you. Get your eyes off yourself. Get your focus back on me. I repented and peace returned in the midst of fear. My next horse was a bucker now and it was the best ride I ever made. Crowd went wild. I won that go around and placed well in the average. My confidence had shifted from me to him. The difference it makes is phenomenal. The other principle is this. When God is telling you to do something and you're afraid, do it afraid. When it is the will of God, face fear and you'll conquer it. Run from fear and it will conquer you. I have found that whenever I face something while I'm afraid, fear loses its grip over me. Give into it just a little one area of your life and it will begin taking over other areas. It seeks to rule and dominate. There is no neutral ground when dealing with fear. I'm Crystal Lyons and this is Cowgirl Logic.
0: Good morning everyone and welcome to The Network Live. I'm your host Debbie Rule. Thank you for being with us today. Today on The Network Live we'll be visiting with singer-songwriter and evangelist Crystal Lyons. Good morning, Crystal. What a blessing to have you be a part of the network live today. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks, Debbie. Well, we enjoyed your cowgirl logic.
3: Yeah, you know what? I did too. I didn't remember what uh which one it was, so I was kind of engaged in it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, we can always hear, even if it's us or whoever it is, we can hear a repeat of things of God's truth because. We always need to hear things over and over again. Well, I do anyway. Yeah, I, done
3: so, I had done so many on fear, and uh, I was thinking that I went on a different aspect, a different rodeo story, and I'd forgotten I even did that rodeo story. So anyway, God taught me a lot in fear, uh,
0: having to face it in rodeo. Today I think we are going to talk a little bit about fear. And I'm sure that you've had to have fear looking you right in the face when you've got up on a bull, or Bronk. Uh, I, I don't think that I could ever do that. God hasn't called me to do right. that. That's the key. <laughs> He's that definitely the key. called you to that ministry. So, uh, I'm just gonna let you share your heart. Why don't you just share your heart with well, us?
3: Well, you know, God first started talking to me, uh, uh, teaching me on fear, uh, when I was actually a, a goat tire. And uh, I had already wrecked one of my knees in goat tying. And anybody that's wrecked a knee knows how painful that is. I was at a rodeo, and um, even before the rodeo began, I began to be just uh blanketed, like a wet, dark blanket in fear. Uh, I had images in my mind of me going out there and wrecking. And... Um, and I so I started riding my horse around and I started talking to the Lord and I I I didn't know see I began to ask him are you telling me not to enter you know I'm here mm-hmm. at the rodeo I've paid my fees but maybe I'm not supposed to do this right and um the Lord started talking to me and he he said the fear that you feel Is not yours. Well, I could have argued with him. It felt like it was my fear. I felt Mm -hmm. very afraid. And he Mm -hmm. said, he began, you know, the Lord talks to you on the inside. I wasn't hearing an audible voice, but he started beginning to talk to me and saying the fear that you feel is not your fear. It's a spirit of fear coming against you to keep you, uh, to get you off track, to keep you from doing what you're supposed to do. And he said, if you accept that fear, then it becomes yours. But he led me to the scripture, you know, in Second Timothy 1, seven that says, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And mm-hmm. so I began to say that scripture over and over and over again. I still felt very afraid. But what it did was it focused my mind on what my mouth was saying instead of building images of going out there and wrecking. And um, when they called my name, I still felt afraid. But as soon as you release and run into that arena, you know, all fear is gone. I won the GOAT tie in that day. And I know that if I would have crumbled in the face mm-hmm. of fear, mm-hmm. then it would have kept me from a victory. And then later on, when I started riding bulls, mm-hmm. uh, it I had to deal with it a lot. And the, one of the stories I f- that I figured this recording was on, but it wasn't, uh, I was at a PRCA rodeo in, uh, Belfouche, South Dakota, 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And, uh, another one of those instances. I got there when I paid my fees. I had, I had like $5 left over and, mm-hmm. uh, stock contractor, uh, Corco was there and he, he took us girls. It was a girls, uh, we competing against each other riding bulls at a PRCA rodeo. And he took us over to this Pinnables and he said, This is the Pinnables I brought for y'all. Just a good bunch of practice bulls, you know, easier bulls, better suited for girls.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: he said, But one of the judges has got a burr up is rare. And, uh, and he's like, If they're going to be here to pro rodeo, they've got to ride pro rodeo bulls, you know, which that mm-hmm. happened to us a lot. But anyway, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll do the best I can, uh, but you're going to have to get on the pro bulls. And so, man, you know, so I don't have any money left. And I had a farm payment of $450 that was due. Mm. And i got to win this thing. And I know that I've drawn a bull. I can't ride. Mm. When the rodeo started, I've never been to a rodeo before or since. Three people in front of me got carried off to the ICU. I've never seen that before. Saddle bronc rider, a roper, and then the girl from Canada right in front of me got on her bull. I'm standing on the slats over my bull, warming my rope. Mm -hmm. And she nods her head and goes out, starts a good ride, but she goes into the well. This bull fell on her, Mm -hmm. rolled over her. We visited her wow. in the hospital later on. She had broken like she was in a body cast from her neck down. That wow. was how bad it was.
1: Mm.
3: Well, you could cut fear with a knife, and I had to wait for another twenty minutes for them to get another ambulance oh. there. I did not want to get on this bull. I was. I knew that I didn't have the ability to ride this bull. Um, fear was so thick you could cut it with a knife. Mm. That day, what scripture came up in my mind? was Psalm ninety one, a thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it'll not come near me. And um when it came time for me to ride again I still felt afraid, but I knew, I knew I had to face this. And I nodded and I was the only girl to cover a bull the entire weekend, so I won the entire pot. Mm -hmm. But there's a scripture in Luke twenty one Mm-hmm. It talks about these end times. Yes. Because these are very fearful times. Yes. Yes. And the point is, is, you know, as they say, 365 times in the Bible, it, it is recorded, fear not or don't fear or yes. something like that. Mm-hmm. So God gave us that one for every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Meaning that fear is one of the greatest arsenals in the enemy's, um, one of the greatest weapons in the enemy's arsenal. Absolutely. Uh, And so God is constantly telling us, don't accept it. Don't accept it. Fear is not mine unless Mm -hmm. I embrace it and act on it. And if I act on fear in one area of my life, it's like a cancer. It begins to take over other areas of your life. And there's just no stopping it. But fear it, it uh once once you embrace it, but fear doesn't have to be embraced. And and one of the keys is, I think, uh, I I, in Luke twenty one, you know, verse twenty five, it says there shall be signs in the sun yes. and the moon and in the stars. Man, it's yes. not happening. It's now. happening
0: right now. And yes.
3: upon the earth distress of nations. The, Jesus is answering a question: What are the signs going to look like at the end of the age? That's right. Um, And the sea and the waves roaring, hurricanes and tsunamis. Right, right. Verse 26. Men's hearts failing them for fear. And this is the key. Yes. For looking after those things which are coming on the earth. Yes. Your focus determines whether or not you fear or whether you defeat fear. Absolutely. Men's hearts failing them for fear. Why? Because they're looking at their surroundings. That's right. And if you look at your surroundings, if you constantly focus on your troubles, you constantly focus on negativity, you constantly focus on news. If you got the news playing in your house all That's the time, right. I can guarantee you're gonna have trouble with fear and anger and, and discouragement depression. and depression. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. And, and what does discouragement mean? Discourage. Discouragement seeks to take your courage and Mm -hmm. get you operating in an element of fear. That's right. And so the whole thing of defeating fear is, is taking charge of your focus. Mm -hmm. If I don't take charge of what's going on in my mind, the world around me will take charge. It's like a vacuum. Any, it's just uh, any vacuum that's created will cause something to be to fill it
1: okay yes, yes. and
3: so if I'm not taking charge of my mind and my focus and my thoughts and my words and what I put my eyes on mm-hmm. then the world will do it for me and That's the right. world is just embedded in in fear. That's right. So I have to get my eyes off of what the world is telling me and I have to find out what God is saying about the
0: situation yes. and then I have courage. That's right. That's right. You know, we all are we all come up against fear at some point in our life. There's just there's just no way around it. God no. created us with emotions, but he created us to not be driven by those emotions but to look to him to give us the strength to overcome them because that's not the way that he created us to walk is in those feely how you feel right. but to trust in him and I love uh, the way you put discouragement is discourage courage. not courage I mean we are to walk in courage and boldness and today in all the signs that we've seen and the times that we're in we need to be more bold and more courageous than any other time I believe and the enemy is turning up the heat
3: yeah, he's turning he's it up is not because he's getting stronger, but because he's getting more desperate. That's right. It's
0: actually good news. Yes, yes. He knows that his time is coming yeah. to an end, and he is like you said. I love that scripture that you shared. Fear of me, the men are fearing. Read that again. On Men's 20th. hearts failing Men's them hearts.
3: for fear for looking after those things which are coming on the earth.
0: Yes, yes. They're looking earth, at their those eye, things. Their
3: focus is earthbound. That's right. And you know that's another thing. Is, is okay. We need to keep our focus on what we got to do. Dear God, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're driving, you better keep your focus on
0: what. You right. Know,
3: God didn't want us to hang our brain up on the on the doorpost. Hello. Yes. Um, he's not saying that. But the thing is, if if my whole life is centered around my my earth existence mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. if my whole life is centered around me, my life, my bank account, my career. Uh, all of this stuff, I guarantee you I will move in fear sometime or another and yes. I will not defeat it until my focus changes. Right. I don't, it, it, my life isn't just about what I possess and what I have around me.
1: Mm-hmm. My
3: life has an eternal purpose. That's right. And when I set my sights on what God is doing, the whole of what He's doing, and what is my part to play in this whole, then suddenly I have courage because it isn't about where I am right now what I'm driving right now Mm -hmm. or my bank account right now it's a bigger purpose and God if I will do my part God does
0: his that's right he is always faithful and I love when you bring up your bank account because God's economics is not our economics have you ever found that sometimes you're just (laughs) I'm sure you have you know (laughs) being in ministry you're up against that a lot it's like God I don't know how you're going to work this out but I know you're going to work it out and if you go back and look at it on paper Sometimes you just wonder how in the world did that ever work out, but it's so true. We cannot be fearful. We must understand and know that He is faithful. It reminds me of the story in the Bible about uh, P- Peter walking on water. Right. Jesus, Jesus said, "Come, come," and He was walking on the water. But it was when He took His focus off the Lord that he began to sink his eyes went to his surroundings like yes. you're talking about yes. when he looked at the water he realized oh and my goodness wind, yes
3: he he put his focus on the surroundings and he got fearful
0: that's right and he began to sink and i think that is something we need to look at that when we put our eyes on our circumstances and our eyes come off our focus on the lord then we begin to sink in our circumstances you-
3: Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead.
0: Well, you know what?
3: How in the world, when you're on water, think about it in the natural, you don't begin to sink. Sweetheart, you sink like a (laughs) rock. There is no beginning to sink on water, right? That's right. So why did God use those words? Because He's teaching us a truth. Whenever my eyes are off of Him and they begin to be on my circumstances. See, I can't always control my circumstances. That's right. But I could control What I, how I respond and, and how I focus when I'm in circumstances, Mm -hmm. my response. Okay, so when I set my eyes, this is encouraging because when I set my eyes on the news or on this or that, he says you beginning to sink. Yes. I don't lose it instantly. That's right. I just start beginning to sink out of faith into fear, out of courage into uh, in trepidation, and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And so, I when I be, start beginning to sink, whenever my emotions start getting on a negative deal, I start finding out where I have focused that is wrong, right, and correct that. And right. and it is not like I'm sunk. I'm beginning to sink, and I recognize it, That's and right. I can come back on top. And that That's right.
0: is good news. That's God. That's God. And you know what? He's always right there with his arms stretched out to just pull us up. And, and we have to believe that he will. I think a lot of that is what you're talking about, our attitude and our mindset. We've got to keep it focused on the Lord and trusting in Him and believing that He has a plan and everything that happens that it will be used for His glory. And when we realize that, then we see the works that He's doing. I mean, so many times I look at my circumstances and I'm missing the true things that God is doing and that's the enemy. He's just trying to distract me from what God is doing. But if we'll take our eyes off of the circumstances and put them on Him, we will see miraculous things happen. I've seen it in my life and I know you have have to, and we want to encourage our listeners to focus on Jesus yes. because He is the answer. Yes, He is the answer. Well, I know that uh, we have a song that we're going to play here at the end of our segment with you today, and I want you to just share uh, a little bit about that song. I listened to that yesterday more than once, it just touched my spirit so much. I just what a sweet, precious song! And I just want to hear where it came from. Because I know it came right out of the depths of, of your spirit. And I just want to hear a little bit more about it,
3: that. that is, it's a cool story behind that song, or cool to me anyway, because it is odd. Um, I got asked to sing at a graduation for a little a Christian school in uh, Mason. And so it's just a tiny thing. But they asked me like an hour or two before graduation. And I didn't have anything in my stuff that worked, and I thought, well, I'm just going to write something, you know. Well, usually that just falls apart like a $2 watch, but uh, this song just came to me in like 10 minutes, and I sang it that night for graduation, and then I realized... I wanted to record it because I realized it was more than graduation yes it's it's about it's it covers i you know my son is is in the army and he's with the eighty second airborne and 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 it covers those our 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 family and our soldiers going off, but yes. it also covers up us because as we go it's called as you go yes. as we go through life we're not here to just suck air punch a time clock That's and right. and and buy toys and and feed feed your face there's We have a purpose From God And as we go Make sure That we tap into that purpose And bless God We stay loyal to Him Throughout the whole deal
0: Yes Yes Well I listened to that And I I could see you Embracing your son With this song And I just knew That probably That's where it kind of came from But I thought Well there's so much more here Like you're saying There's so much more Well we're going to bless you With this song this morning And I want to thank Crystal So much for being with us today I know that we're going to have you back again because 30 minutes is not long enough to have a program I need two hours or a whole day to visit with you I love hearing all of your wealth of wisdom and knowledge that you have in the revelation that the Lord gives you it is so awesome and you are taking that out to the rodeo arenas and you are preaching yes, the gospel and people are getting saved yes bless you for that thank you before we go Crystal's going to leave us with her awesome song as you go
1: As you go, be who the Lord called you to be. Don't expend your life in mediocrity. Fulfill your destiny as you go. And as you go. Hold to the things you know are true Never compromise what you know to do Other lives depend on you As you go And as you go Lift your sails to catch the wind Set your heart and don't give in No matter what prevailing winds may blow As you go as you go hold strong through the joy and through the pain live such a life as to bring honor to his name don't leave this world the same as you go as you go lift your sails to catch the wind set your heart and don't give in no matter what prevailing winds may blow, blow. as you go lift your sails to catch the wind your heart and don't give in no matter
0: Crystal, thank you so much for being a part of the Network Live today. We'll be praying for God's direction as He leads you and for His blessings over your ministry. For more information about Crystal or to purchase her music or to book her for an event, please visit crystallions.com. Stay tuned. There's more to come right here on the Network Live.
4: Our passion is to help people all across the world succeed in marriage relationships, and we're doing that.
3: That excites me to think that we can all be about something to change the tide of what's going on in the, in America with marriages and family.
4: You have a 100% chance of success in marriage. I want you to listen to that.
2: Marriage Today with Jimmy and Karen Evans on Daystar.
0: Welcome back to the Network Live. The past few weeks, there have been many credible people that have come out to say that the rapture was going to happen, Jesus would return. Well, although these things have not happened yet, we have no doubt that they will. God is using these warnings and these messages to awaken the church. I personally believe things are changing in the atmosphere spiritually and God does give us signs. We should not be fearful of the days ahead, but rather watchful and be kingdom builders. Here's a positive message for the church from Larry Titus, president of Kingdom Global Ministries.
4: Hi, I'm Larry Titus. A few days ago one of our staff members, Richard Humphreys, who truly is a a prophet to this generation, and a prophet of the church, gave me a prophecy that he had written nearly 20 years ago in 1998. In this prophecy, the Lord spoke to him that in the 1960s there had come a great darkness over the land, but God had left a remnant, and that in the days that were to come, in the latter days that God was going to send a solar eclipse followed by a hurricane followed by a great deluge of the latter rain presence of God. A tremendous revival would come after the eclipse and the hurricane then there would come a mighty visitation of the Holy Spirit. I also received information recently that Lou Engle who is the head and the director of the ministry called The Call has called all of the people of this nation and the world that there will be a time of fasting for the women of this nation beginning the 1st of September to the end of September. If you want to check it out, it's called The Call. And then on October 9th, all of the women of the nation would gather together in Washington, D.C., on the mall to give a release of revival that was literally prophesied in the book of Esther. For those that remember, and I was one that was there, uh, literally 20 years ago, just in one month, a group of men marched in Washington, D.C. to the Mall. It was part of the Promise Keepers, and it was called the March to Washington. Nearly a million men met on the Washington Mall. Now 20 years later, we're calling for hundreds of thousands and millions of women to gather again. To, and God has now revealed through the solar eclipse that went from the West Coast to the East Coast... There is a great revival approaching America, a great latter rain. And the heavens have opened up over South Texas, but they're also opening up spiritually across this nation. God bless you. I love you. Jesus is coming back soon.
0: Don't miss the Network Live next week as we discuss more about the 1998 prophecy with our guest, Richard Humphreys. Through the last week of September, fast and pray for the call on women to be released and to fulfill their God-given destinies as prophesied in the book of Esther. Arise, women. This Deborah will be joining you. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of The Network Live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbeam.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow The Network Live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on The Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEL Radio 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.